The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss what's the difference between growth and scaling. Joining us is Troy Sandage, who is the founder of Strategy Hackers, which is a growth consultancy that is all about taking emerging brands and using sustainable strategies and systems to help them grow and scale fast. So far this week, Troy and I have talked about growing versus scaling, and yesterday we talked about the four currencies businesses and people need to scale. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about the six eyes to sustainable growth. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Troy Sandage, the founder of Strategy Hackers. Troy, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. And we're back. This is a great marathon. Always great to have you here. A couple days in a row now. And look, we started off talking about growth versus scaling, and we were really tactical thinking about Growth being sort of setting up infrastructure, business, scaling, pouring fuel on the fire. And we waxed poetic a little bit yesterday talking about four currencies that businesses need to scale. But honestly, it turned into what do people need to do to maximize their output? There's four currencies, your time, your money, your knowledge, and your skill. And whether you're thinking about that from the business or yourself, you're optimizing those different variables to make sure that you're maximizing your output. That's to scale. And I think it's really apt for helping you grow as a person. You've also got this other mechanism for thinking about growth. That's the six eyes to sustainable growth. Talk to me about what the six eyes are. So the six phases to scalability for what I have learned. Phase one is investigation. Phase two is initiation. Phase three is integration. Phase four is implementation. Phase five is innovation. And the last phase, phase six, introspection. Now, I want you to think of this as a circle and not a straight line, because depending on where you are in your business, most people find themselves really at introspection or investigation. And I'm not trying to do a whole diagram of pinpoints of all the different variables like that, but stay with me for a second. When you're trying to solve a problem or when you're trying to see the demand of the market, when you're trying to test your product or service, there's a season, there's a phase where you're investigating where you're putting information out in the world, whether you're trusted colleagues or friends, your community, your current clients or customers, or just out there in the social media universe and seeing what feedback you get back. Are you actively listening and communicating, networking, all those fun things? 
Then once you do and finish the investigation phase, there's this initiation where you're coming to terms with what's working, your hypotheses, and you're trying to put all things into a quantifiable plan. This is who we are. This is what we stand for. This product seems to be the most optimal for RCP, our deal customer profile, our client profile, and figuring out how to move that along, going into integration. Now that we have discovered what we need, we've kind of initiated the starting process. We're integrating this now into our marketing, into our messaging, into our branding and things like that. And then right and almost running parallel is implementation, is the doing, is taking from the hypotheses and running it through and seeing, do we get a certain deliverable or outcome? And from those outcomes, from those deliverables, from the revenue that we generated from the customer, the clients, the following, whatever metrics you use, is now innovation. How do we optimize on that deliverable, on that revenue, on whatever your metrics are to go to that next level, that next milestone? And then lastly, after doing all of that, it still requires to kind of take a pause and sit in introspection. Is this what we want us to do? Maybe consider the four occurrences again. Maybe, okay, we're in growth mode. This is great, but now I want to scale. I want to get that 35% hyper growth mode, but that still requires you now to do introspection. Now, introspection makes a lot of organizations uncomfortable because they want to move, 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 and they don't want to stop. We built the system, Troy. I've done the solutions already. I know what works for our market. Then COVID hit. Then you lose your biggest client. Then your most successful salesperson or marketing person or just key individual leaves for a better opportunity. Now things are kind of out of whack. That requires you to look at everything again and saying, how do I then go through all my phases again to get to where I need to be? And so these six eyes, I believe, in my personal and professional opinion, are a good framework to apply those intangible things as you're building to grow and hopefully to eventually scale and maintain that scalability for success for a very long time. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. I was reading a book to my kids yesterday, and it actually makes me think about what you're talking about. Can you guess which book it was? All the Places You'll Go? 
<laughs> the knee bones connected to the hip bone, the hip bones connected, right? All of these things are related. And there is an order of operations that you have to think about when you're growing your business. I honestly cannot remember the six eyes in a row, and I'm sure I'll butcher it. But really what I'm hearing from you is that you have to make a plan. You have to figure out what you're going to do to test your hypotheses. You have to figure out where you're going to integrate. You have to actually do the implementation and then run the campaign, see if you could scale it and take some time to pause, reflect and figure out if it's working. This seems like a mechanism to think about a marketing campaign very well. Are there other places where you're using the six eyes to sustainable growth? Is this really just a, we're trying something new, let's see if we can implement it and evaluate it, or is this applicable to other parts of your business? I find it's mostly applicable to, yes, a marketing campaign, however you want to structure that, social paid ads, all the different things. But I also think it could do the same thing where you're doing sales and even internally amongst your team and organization from maybe just a productivity standpoint as well. I kind of pair the six eyes. And for those who don't know, I'll just say this really quickly. My Clover framework, I talk about it a lot on my podcast, I digress. And it's clarity, leverage, optimization, vision, value, execution, and results. Hang on, say that one more time. There's a lot there. Slow down. Give it to me. So my Clover framework is called clarity, leverage, optimization, vision, and value, execution, and results. So two things you need to know about me. I'm big on acronyms and mnemonics and alliteration. So it helps me memorize. Some people like it, some people don't, but I've been known to be the mnemonic marketer from time to time. I find the six I's pair really well with the Clover framework, which is clarity, leverage, optimization, vision, value, execution, and results, because it's a framework that allows you to apply these six I's in a very tangible sense from how are we going to achieve more growth for quarter three, looking at quarter two results from our community, from our clients. How are we going to look at our sales tactics and processes and our brand messaging and see how can we tweak this so that way we're maintaining a certain level of open rates and outputs for conversations. So being clear about the goal, most people just do. They're just busy. They're not productive. They're just spending the time currency but it's not giving you any results back. But having clarity around your goal, tying into that introspection, allows you to investigate and optimize what you're trying to do. Then you learn to leverage from that clarity, all the resources that you have from your team, your external clients and friends and colleagues, everything at your disposal to get the bag, to move the needle and help you grow and achieve more growth in your business. But the biggest thing is these next two, optimization, and then vision and value. No matter where you are in your business, you're always going to be in a state of optimization that humbles you, that keeps you always in check and clear about your goals, whether that's daily, weekly, or monthly, that allows you to not be bombarded and get lost in the void of too many KPIs. But then also that vision and value part. Marketers always want to say, we want to give value. That's like go-to phrase all the time. But are you getting enough value back? Are you getting enough value to sustain what you're trying to do? And is everyone aligned with the vision? You see, I always like to use this last example, is that how has a nonprofit organization who survives off donations in the middle of a pandemic sustain itself? How do they do that? By allowing everyone around them to know the vision of why they exist. And no matter what happened externally, people still gave them and donated money to their cause because they were clear about that vision. The same people then continue to work for that organization because they're clear about the vision. Marketer's job 
is to meet strangers and help them identify and see that same vision. So when it gets to the sales team, all they're doing is shaking hands, kissing babies and closing and signing checks and signing contracts. But all in all, these six eyes, which I'll say again, investigation, initiation, integration, implementation, innovation, and introspection allows you to be a seamless transition and keeps you in a check and balance pro quo to do what you need to do. Troy, you're the king of frameworks. And it's one of the reasons why I love your content, the I Digress podcast so much is that I always walk away feeling like I've got some sort of structure. And the six eyes to me are when you're thinking about what you're trying to accomplish, this gives you the roadmap to think about what stage you're in. Because often I think what happens is people are figuring out what the strategy is. They're trying to evaluate what's going on. They're trying to do the implementation at the same time. There is an order of operations to successfully test, validate, and evaluate what's happening in your business. And I think the six eyes is a great mechanism to understand it. Troy, if anything else, the frameworks, all of the knowledge that you have that you share with your audience, you got a great voice. And it's always good to hear your message and and hear from you. Thanks for spending the time and coming on the podcast. It's a humbling opportunity to see you, to have this conversation. I've been a big fan of yours for a very long time. And it's from one marketer who's still coming up the ranks to you, who's more established. This is a monumental moment for me, and I appreciate you to the highest. Ah, stop it. It's good to have you here. All right. That's a love fest here on the MarTech Podcast. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Troy Sandage, the founder of Strategy Hackers, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Troy, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is FindTroy, that's F-I-N-D-T-R-O-Y, or you can visit his website, which is FindTroy.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.